right, Cal's first day back to school. I'm sitting here waiting for the phone call. <laughs> My phone just rang, uh, and I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah, I'm waiting I'm waiting for them to call and say, he's mad. Pick him up. He wants out of here. Me too. And I'm like, geez, do, yeah. your, do your job. <laughs> Great. Here we go. <laughs> uh, all right, the podcast real quick is brought to you by Tracy Slepsevic's new book, Warrior Mom, which is now available. It's 99 cents, the e-book. The e-book is now available. It's 99 cents until... January the 14th. So if you're listening in real time, today is January the 10th, Tuesday. So we got a few days, 99 cents, wherever books are sold. Warrior Mom, it is her journey in healing her son with autism. There are some uh, fascinating stories, um, ideas, thoughts, perspectives in the book Warrior Mom. It's 99 cents, the ebook where most books are sold. Also, Aspire Nutrition. Go to dailyautism.com. You could see the products that we use for Cal's autism tummy, the billions and billions of strains of probiotics. These are premium grade products. So Cal uses them, the multivitamins, and now the whole family's on them. Now, like, we just go through it like crazy. I know. We need the orange stuff. We need the orange stuff. Yeah, we do need the orange stuff. <laughs> omega 369. Yeah, the omegas. They, they, it's, we know it all by the labels now. Like, like I, mean, I need the blue stuff. No, I need my orange stuff. I need the red stuff. But it's really good. It's really, really great products. This is not grocery store stuff. Um, these are premium products. Aspire Nutrition. Go to dailyautism.com. You can click the link and see the products that we use. All right. So right now, Kyle's back at school. You're waiting to get the phone call. Like, like I can just tell you're waiting to get the call. I am. And this really makes it hard to work, by the way. Like, how do people work and do all this stuff? I mean, luckily, my job's flexible, you know? Yeah. I was talking about that the other day on LinkedIn. I was like, man, I feel really, really bad. Like, legitimately feel bad. Like, a lot of people say that. Like, oh, I feel bad. Like, you don't really feel bad. You're just saying you feel bad. Yeah. But real things in life that you feel bad, kind of like the pit of the stomach feeling, people who get this diagnosis and then they have to figure out a way to pivot so many either lose their jobs or just have to leave their jobs. And then you get into like the, excuse me, you get into like what's called the figure it out stage, which is a long and painful stage at times. Yeah. Like figure it out. We're basically, still figuring it out. Like, yeah. Basically you wake up every morning and it's like, I have a loose plan and then you've got to go and like just attack it. It's like. Yeah. Our it, day never goes as planned. No, 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 no. That's why you can't have like a super set plan. Yeah. Because you're basically saying, okay, this is exactly how the day is going to go. And I just start laughing. <laughs> okay. You know, but, um, yeah, we literally don't know what to expect today. And that's just how every day is. That's how every day is. Uh, yesterday, great day up until eh, about seven thirty, seven forty-five, just when the national championship kicked off. And then things started to get a little bit crazy. Yes. Because but, there's not one day that's perfect. Yeah. So, but yesterday he started back at his therapy center. So he has all day therapy, six hours of therapy, and it was good. He had a good day. He had a good day. He was happy and skipping and smiling when I picked him up. He was. And then today he said, I don't like school. I'm not going to school. Oh, boy. <laughs> and if he says it, he means it, right? Like, it's just, he'll just kind of let the, like, set the tone for you and then see your reaction of how, uh, you know, how you, what your reaction is going to be. I was not reacting. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, uh, it, it, it is. I mean, everyone, you know, in the special needs thing, it's, it's unique, right? It's not like, 
it's not like other situations where you sort of have an idea of like how things are, like how things are going. Somebody used the example the other day. I thought it was interesting, like diabetes. Like diabetes for people is pretty much the same across the board, right? Like, and they weren't trying to say that autism is diabetes. What they were trying to say is when you deal with something, because you are dealing with something. Right. You either like understand it completely and what you have to do, like checking your blood levels, eating certain foods at certain times, not being able to do this or do that. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. It's routine. Right. This is like, you can't even use the word routine. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's not even, I don't even know what the routine would be. Other than that, there isn't a routine. Yeah, what, <laughs> what routine. I say, like, there's not a clear pathway. Right. There's not like you need to do this and this will help, or you need to do this. And, yeah, you know. Yeah, it's no. like it's like it's like your, you know, your blood sugar gets to a certain level, your glucose, and then you know what to do, and then thing you know what to do to keep it good. You know the diet you need to eat, and then as long as you do all that stuff, you're in pretty good shape. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. you're. That's kind of the plan for most people. I'm sure there's a couple of different, you know, whatever in inside the world of diabetes, and that was just their example of. You can have a plan for diabetes. Like right. you can have a plan. Mm-hmm. Probably the same too with like um, after having like a heart attack or something. Like you can have a plan of like, hey, if you do this, your heart will probably be protected and in pretty good shape. You well, know? so you just said heart attack. So it made me think of the Damar Hamlin yeah. incident. Yeah. And seeing a healthy person drop like that is now like in the back of my head with our kids with sports. So Tyler came home from wrestling yesterday and he's like all pale and flushed. Yeah. And then I'm worried about him because that just happened to a healthy person. It's scary. So what I was going to say is I'm always on the verge of tears. And then Tyler's like working himself to death with wrestling. So I talk about it last night with him and then I start crying at 10 o'clock at night because (laughs) I always have the tears in the back of my eyes and then I'm worried about him. Well, he pushes himself too hard. I know, and he likes it, but I'm just like, I'm worried about you because the coaches are pushing you, you're pushing yourself too hard, and I don't want something to happen to you. He's a pretty hard-headed kid. I know, but I literally started crying. (laughs) thoughtful when it comes to, like, making a good decision. He's just pretty hard-headed. I know. It's like, don't do this, it's not smart. Oh, I'm good. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you know, it's just, that's DNA. I know. He just won't. He just does, he will not put thought into things uh, like with that. Well, he did take it in because I was crying. He took it in, but he's not going to do anything about it. I'm just telling you. Like, well, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> well, that's fine. I said what I wanted to say. But raising four other kids on top of autism is like a whole different thing. Like we have to parent. First of all, parenting well, we autism. About that the other day too, yeah. because there are yes, we talked about that the other day too, because there is autism, and then there's autism like with other kids like i always say this too and it rubs people the wrong way not everybody but a lot of people uh some people that you know a lot of times what the four other kids need is a non-special needs parent and people are like how could you say that you know which you're very good at i'm like because that's what they need at times you know they they see us 99 percent of the time in the whole special needs environment and special needs is not mean it's there are special needs special needs they're just yes Cal has special needs yeah customized parenting whatever you want to call it 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 needs to happen if it doesn't I mean you know there's going to be bad endings right you know whether it's seeking water choking 
you know, running out of the house, escaping. I mean, it's just that's just like like we didn't have to do that with the other kids. We have to do it with this. And that's the reality. The number one thing with this thing is you got to get real, like just understand your environment. And so when the other kids need non-special needs, then, you know, that's where that's where you, I think I think that's where it gets stressful, actually. Like we figured out the special needs part because you have no, I mean, it, that is life or death stuff. Now, not I, I told his therapist the other day, I said, if I wasn't as protective as I am, he would be dead. Right. And but not every autistic child is like that. No. You know, some of some of them do not need what Cal needs. And that's kind of what I was saying with the when the guy made the example about the diabetes and everything is it's like we can't really manage like, like, like just sit back and say we've managed everything and just let life go. This is a 24-7-365. Um, you almost feel like in a way that you're kind of a kind of a doctor, kind of, a, I don't know, like, like a, I guess more of a researcher, but it's, but it's real-time, minute-to-minute research. Yeah. You know, what's in your mouth? Where are you going? I mean, it, it's just, it's bam, 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 bam. We're bam. literally on guard all the time. Yeah. I can't imagine if we didn't have locks on the door if we didn't have gates and barriers that he couldn't get through, like that he could get through, like if he had free range of the house, he would elope. I mean, he would leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, and that's the thing too. It's like, you, you don't just change like your time and your parenting. Um, like, like you have to make hardware changes, (laughs) like physically change the structure of your living environment, right? Like, and again, not every autistic kid needs that, but he does, and and many do. And there are a lot of special needs families where there's multiple special needs children. I mean, you're actually hearing it more and more now where people are getting the diagnosis with back-to-back kids. Like, you're hearing that more and more. Yeah, which is super hard. Like, if you get, like you'll have a kid and they get the, the diagnosis, autism, and I forget what the percentage is. I don't want to say a number because I don't remember. But whatever the number was, I was like, what? Like the chances of your next child having autism is through the roof. I mean, through the roof now. Well, not to be mean, but if Cal was my first, our first, well, we he would be our all, last. We you know? say this all the time. No, but I just but, posted but a... Here's why, but here's why it's hard to say that. Because you don't really know until like two, three, four. Yeah. Get I what know. I'm saying? Yeah. So, so I think there's a lot. You already have the baby. Yeah. 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 And I and I say it. I've said it all the time. I mean, I. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy to say that. And I'm sure there's people rolling their eyes. How could you say that? Well, come stay for a weekend. <laughs> this is the hardest thing we've ever experienced in yeah, our it's life. Hard. It's I really mean, hard. But our situation, it could be different than yours. Yeah. Yeah. And your situation probably is different than ours. Not probably. It is. I mean, how could you, you know, it's like. Every person is different, just the way that you're you're wired and DNA. I mean, unless you're like an identical twin, even at that, you can have all the same makeup, but you don't. It, it doesn't all connect the same. You don't act the exact same. So everybody's different. Perspectives are different. That's the cool thing about the world. Yeah, I just posted a picture on Facebook yesterday. Actually, I was replacing a, a lock on the outside of the door because we were gone a couple of days ago, and the babysitter's like, "Cow's body slammed into the door, and the lock popped off." Strong. He is strong, and he's 45 pounds. Well, he knows he can do it now, so that's that's the other issue is, like, now it's, like, he has the function to do this stuff. He now also, and he's had that for a while, but now he's also becoming aware he can do it, right? He's becoming aware that he can barrel down doors, that he can climb gates, um, you know. And that, he feels no pain. Yeah, I don't know how. 
I, I, I literally don't, like I don't he's know. yeah it's his pain tolerance is high yeah and it's weird it's almost like he forgets to cry like you know it hurts like because you could see on his face when he sometimes he'll like run into something or whatever but it's almost like he just forgets to cry it's very weird yeah he only really cries if he sees something sad like he has empathy for something yeah he he's he's an um emotion crier it's not really for physical pain it's more about thoughts and feelings yeah that he cries and he doesn't really know how to control that um like when he no. starts to cry it's like a different person you're seeing yeah if he's sad for somebody or something he will cry if he thinks something is going to happen he will cry but then he'll point out that he's crying well he'll say I'm, I'm so sad yeah yeah and then he'll kind of um wipe his eyes his te- yeah he tries to look for his tears like with his with his you know fingers. yeah yeah it's kind of weird it, it is weird, actually. It's actually very weird. <laughs> he actually kind of searches for his tears on his face. Well, because he feels everything so yeah. much more. Well, I think he's somewhat fascinated by the emotion. Like, I feel this way, and now there's water running down my face. I think that fascinates him. Yeah. You know, that it's happening. He's very big on, like, eyes, teeth, ears. Yeah. You know, he's, he wants to really understand what they are, how it all works, you know. I mean, he'll, he will get up. I remember not long ago, I was eating something and he came up and grabbed my mouth and like opened it. I mean, I've got food in my mouth and he's like feeling all of my teeth. I mean, this is super disgusting, like for both of us. <laughs> like I felt disgusting and I think he felt disgusting, but he's fascinated about like how people eat and their eyes when they blink. Austin just brought this up in the car the other day. She's like, you know, when somebody loses a sense and then their other senses are stronger, you know how she talks. Oh, yeah. She's like, it's like he lost a sense, but he didn't really. So, like, his are just really strong. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but the way she was describing it was so ridiculous. Yeah. I'm like, no, he did not lose any. But, yes, his are much stronger. Yeah, she's the one that she'll she'll kick off every sentence of, like, hey, you know what? And I'm like, oh, no. Please, <laughs> no. Like, what? what is this going to be? You know? I know. It's always an eye roll moment. Always. I know. She's hey, you funny. know what? I'm like, oh, gosh. Austin, let's just talk about football. The one thing you are <laughs> extremely gifted at and you and you Very. love. But once you start venturing down the rabbit holes of life, it gets really weird, man. <laughs> really weird. Oh my gosh. Like it, it's it's funny. No. Ironically, I think Cal senses that in her that she's quirky. Oh, yeah. That's like his quirky friend. Yeah. Like they do quirky stuff. They were doing some dance last night together. It was like the most <laughs> awkward horrible looking oh my gosh like she doesn't care no but he but he loves it like she's down like she's down to clown she'll do whatever like you know what i mean it's like yeah if, if you've got a crazy idea austin is truly your partner in crime yeah she's like yeah let's give it a shot you know what i mean <laughs> yeah so no i was gonna say like part of like parenting for other kids is they're all so different like, every single one of them is so different. Some people have kids that just, like, sit and w- play video games and watch TV. Our kids are not like that. No, we've got to beg our kids to come in and watch TV. Beg them. Yeah. I don't think a lot of parents, like, get that, and, and that's probably not a great thing just for the basic health of your kid. But we have to track. I, I'm not lying. Three, four, five, six days a week. It's starting to get dark, right? So it's, like, 6, 6.30. We have to, like, start tracking down our kids. Where are you? Who are you with? What are you doing? It's getting dark. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and we know where they are. I mean, they're in the neighborhood. No, but yeah, but we we're but yeah. we don't know where they are exactly. We know they're not home. 
But right. it's like, yeah, they're, they're always like involved in some super competitive soccer or football game. Yeah. And it's like they refuse to come home. And this is this is from the second they get home. They walk in, they throw their backpacks off, they eat a snack, and then they race out of the house and they're yeah. gone. Just and playing outside. Literally have to beg them to come home. It's like, hey, could you just take a shower and watch TV? Oh, that's boring. I don't watch TV. It's boring. There's nothing <laughs> on, you know? I know. And it's like which is a really good thing because like a lot of kids unfortunately are you know hey sit here and watch TV. You right. Know, my parents have to beg them to go outside um and they don't want to go. But yeah, that's different for our kids. It's like our kids would play multiple leagues in multiple seasons throughout the year. Yeah. Like even what they do now, you know, all the football, all the baseball, all the wrestling. Like it's for them still not enough. Well, Charlie just said she wants to add in track. But it's going to overlap with flag football. Track? She said she wants to. That ain't going to work. She said it's going to help her in all other sports. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think it's fine. For those of you that don't know, I may call it like I see it, Dad. And she's easily one of the top three slowest people on the football (laughs) field. Oh, my God. I mean, she just is. Well, she said she wants to do long distance. Well, that might be something. But... Man. And then I guess there's a throwing thing. Oh, like the shot put thing? Yeah. yeah. Which could work because flag football. Yeah. yeah. She's just better because like at, like at the quarterback position because she's just taller and she really understands the game of football, like really gets it. Yeah. But man, track. Whoa. <laughs> That's. Wow. Well, I guess you have to try out. Okay. Well, then that'll just be the end of that. <laughs> That's fine. Hey, I love her. I love that she wants to try it. But I got to just be honest and set that that's this is going to be a tough one. She's also our smartest kid. Yes. So she does have her gifted. Well, yeah, I, I just, I, you know, I don't know. I, <laughs> I kind of thought the same thing, she would but be I'm a like, great well, do your thing. Ball player. You know, she's got the size and the strength. She's actually very strong. Yeah. Um. But I, yeah. OK, well, let's give it a shot. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see what happens and. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell her she can't try out. I know, but you hear this all the time, right? Like the guy last night who won the national championship, like he said, like nobody believed in him. Everybody, he was too small. He wasn't athletic enough, whatever. He's just won two back-to-back national championships. Yeah. So we kind of suck to sit here and just, you know, poop all over her idea (laughs) for track. Maybe it's the best thing ever. I don't know. You know, we'll give it a shot. Yeah. I mean, I'm I, just I, saying you, you said that they would do multiple sports. So she's going to overlap with like football. But I'm like, OK, it'll work. It, yeah. it can work. Sure. You <laughs> add this to the list. <laughs> wonder how many days of practices and meets there are. Well, I said this Jeez. is another thing like me and dad can't be at every one because like Tyler's wrestling matches. We can't be at. It's an all day thing. Same with track. We can't be at it. Yeah. Well, and Cal can't go to most of this stuff. So it's like someone's got to be home with them, right? Yeah. So that, it's, that, that right there is eliminates one parent um, from being at all of these events and everything. And, and, you know, a lot of these, like you said, they're, they're you know, they're not, you know, that's the thing. Like, like these events anymore, they're not, you're there for an hour. I mean, there's practices and meetings ahead of time. There's post meetings, you know. Yeah. The time to travel and everything. It's not, I mean, it's just, it's different. It's just different. And. Yeah, it's uh, it makes it tough, man. There's no, there's no doubt about it. Track, hmm. <laughs> just imagining that, and I'm like, gosh, damn it. <laughs> she doesn't even really like to run. I was surprised. Her friends must be doing it. Oh yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I think is going on exactly. <clears throat> but Which this is, cool. is like middle school. You start trying out for sports, and you're either going to make it or you're not. Yeah. So. Well, I'm I'm proud that at least you know she's wants to increase the competitive activities. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. it's one thing I tell my kids all the time. Like the competitive thing is so important in life. Like you have to stay competitive, and not really with other people. It's more about yourself. Yeah. Like how to be competitive with yourself, and. That right there is the game when you get up in life. I think the rule of the game is be competitive with yourself. Right. Because what do you want to do every day? Oh, it's easy to want to do the, the lazy stuff, the easy stuff, you know, the path of least resistance. Like people hate pain. And that's why 99% of America doesn't go to the gym. Yeah. Like I, I don't want pain. Unfortunately, pain's the only way you can really, you know, transform your body. Right. And the, the, the mental competitiveness, that is the pain. It's like the pain of the brain. It's just being competitive, but but with yourself. Yeah, it's too good. many people try to go and beat other people, and at the end of the day, like that's a really that game ends really quick, right? You know, yeah. So, at least that's what I tell myself as I get up every morning, and I'm like, "What now? Yeah, <laughs> what's going to be today? Who knows how the day is going to go? Yeah. Well, so far, no. I mean, it's early ten o'clock, so we've got we've got hours left. But so far, no phone call from the school. Well, I just, I can't even believe how this year's gone. Like, they keep calling me to come pick them up. The year started 10 days ago. Don't do this. <laughs> Don't do well, this. Well, I'm talking about kindergarten. Yeah. It's just, they keep calling me to come pick them up. It's a messy situation. The public schools are not designed, not all of them, but most of them are not designed for this. It's not their fault, honestly. They, they don't have the, the resources. They don't have the teaching. Um you can't take that extra eight-week course and get that certificate and all of a sudden be able to deal with this. That's a joke. Well, you, you say you have an ASD program, and all it is is putting autistic kids in the same classroom. Yeah, it's, yeah. That's it. Yeah, that is it. That's not really a program. That's a room. You have a, you, they should say we have an ASD room. Yes. We have a room. For each grade level. Yeah, they have a room. But like I said, Congratulations, it's, it, you suck. It's, <laughs> it's not really their fault, though. Like, they just don't have... You know, the resources, the yeah. understanding. Yeah. But well. I, I mean, the way you deal with it is another way. I mean, th this place, you know, I think the people like the boots on the ground are great. But more of the upper level. Not great. Not great at all. Um, maybe just sort of good. Not really good. <laughs> just eh. fine for typical kids. Yeah. Yeah. That's but, but that's, you know, and that's the thing. Like, I think, you know, it's going to be interesting, like in 20, 25 years just because of the rates of autism, you know, it can't look like this anymore. Like this design won't work. So yeah. it's going to change. There's going to be, you know, there will be schools. If the numbers are the numbers, there's going to be ASD schools. There needs to be. Yeah. There, there really needs to be. They're, like they're I just, hate right now. He does not really have a good place. Well, it's, it's, it's a place. It's a struggle for me every a, day. It's a place where there's other people and a chance to be social but yeah, as far as like helping, you know, to, to, to gain or maintain function. Yeah. There's just not, it's just not there, you know, but I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be crazy in 20 years to see what it looks like just because the rates, I mean, it, it just, it, 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 I laugh because it's like, it's so undeniable. Like if you're just a fan of numbers, which I'm not, but you can't deny if you just do the numbers in two decades, what it will look like. Like it's. You almost are like, you need to be building these schools now. 
Yeah. Like, like you need to be breaking ground now because in j- just do like the eight-year math. I think I did this the other day. Just do the eight-year math. Like, it's just going to be spilling over. I, I mean, there's it's undeniable. Like, it's going to be spilling over. And what's going to happen is the parents of the non-special needs kids, I think that's actually what's going to do it. They're going to go, hey, you guys picking up my kids from school. What's going on here? Yeah. What's, what's going on? You know, like, what what is all this about? Right. It's like, oh, well, these are, these are all the kids in your community that are on the spectrum. And the parents will be like, really? Uh, w- really? Yeah, like, true. Are you busing these kids? No, these are kids that live in your community. Right. That many kids? I'm telling you, that's what's going to happen. And then Well, and right now, there's one kindergarten classroom, and there's 10 ASD kids. Yeah. That number's going to grow. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, and, and there's at least... Double that kids that should be in there. Oh, yeah. But the parents either don't know or are ignoring it. Right. Right. Because I've actually heard, you know, stories of teachers trying to convince the parents, but you got to be really careful when you do this. Like your kid needs an IEP. Right. And the parents don't want to hear it. Well, Cal's not at his zone school. If he was at the school he's zoned for, they would they would have called me and told me we can't handle no, yeah, this. He, I mean, there's he, no way he could be at that school. How could he function in that school? They couldn't. But see, that's, I mean, but that's when the scary thing is of like eloping and stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say though. Like, eventually, the school, the zone schools are going to get like there's going to be there's going to be so many cows in there, and parents are going to be like, "What's going on? Yeah, what is this kid doing? Right? You know?" And yeah. the teacher's going to be like, I, "I mean, there's nothing I can do." It's public school. I, I mean, we got to facilitate it. Right. So then I don't know like what's going to happen. Like, like, you know, resource officers are going to get involved. There's like one for every school. So that ain't going to cut it. You know, you're not going to be able to hire all these aides or bring therapists in because the principals, for whatever reason, are stupid reasons. Uh, well, there are no reasons. So that is stupid. They don't let the ABA therapist in, which would. Which, which would, would help everyone. Everybody. But for some reason, they don't want to do it. So it's like it, all this just goes down to the road of like, you know, it's like anything else. There's got to be like a boom moment, right? Yeah. There's got to be a boom. And then people go, okay, we can't do this anymore. You know, we got to find a better way. And there's private facilities and stuff. Um, You know, if you've got an extra 150 grand a year laying around, you know, you know, it's like, good luck. You know, it's just I, yeah. I mean, what they ask these parents to do. Um, you know, just to get that it's, you know, it's great. Or, you know, go stand in line for a scholarship for six years. Right. Um, you know, and the, you know, three months of paperwork, which is all the same. All the Um, same. Yeah. We're in this, like, I actually can't imagine the parents that, you know, are 20 years ahead of us and what they had to go through because 20 years ago, it was like ignored. Oh, yeah. Like they didn't want to acknowledge it, you know? Yeah. Back then, like, it wasn't even that long ago. Man, I, I mean, I've read things where the schools are actually blaming the parents. You know, like, do, like, do you work with your kid at home? Yeah. You know, like, like, do your kids have rules? It, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, it's just, it was just so ignorant and, you know, and all that they had to go through because, but then that there wasn't really resources for therapies and stuff like that um, or counseling or anything. Crazy. Yeah, you didn't even hear about autism. No, and when you did, it was like... And now you're hearing about it a lot. Yeah. You heard about it more, too, and now it's become one of those issues where as soon as somebody says it, you can feel the tension in the room. 
Because now there's a contingent of people that say, well, that's because you don't parent your kid and you let him on an iPad all day and he has no social interactions. Yeah. Which is terrible, you know, but those are the, there are people, there is a, actually a, a pretty strong contingent of people who believe that because they go, oh, you didn't hear about autism when I was a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I so know. now it's like they're blaming the parents. You know, the reason why you didn't hear about autism is what they say is because um, our parents made us go outside and sleep in the woods. Yeah. You know, now yeah. they just give you an iPad and a bag of chips and you have no social function. Right. Which obviously is not what autism is or no. where it comes from. But it, it's just so like fragmented now. And like some of it's even like political and then social and then you get medical and it's like. So are we trusting the science or not? I don't even know. Right. Are we all in this together or not? I don't know anymore. <laughs> don't really care either, but it's just, it, it's so funny that the way the world now is, take one issue and you can almost pr- accurately predict how it will get divided up, talked about, supported, or rallied against. You know what I mean? Right, like, yeah. It's just crazy. I know. And. But the good news is, like, for the parents, like, you get into this point, like, you don't even have the time to take it serious. You know? You no. just don't even have the time. I still, once in a while, will get these messages on LinkedIn, and it's like, stop, you know, stop coming at this from the perspective of, of misunderstanding or fear. I don't think I come off as fearful, but that's how some people perceive it. That's cool, too. But it's like, dude, like, that's not my experience with it. I know it's yours. I respect it. Right. You know, and I've been saying this my whole life. Like, hey, I don't expect to change your mind. Please don't have an expectation to change mine. Right. My reality isn't, your opinion isn't my reality, and I don't expect my opinion to be your reality. But a lot of people don't, they don't come at this with that. It's like, no, I'm a, I'm a fully functioning 35-year-old autistic woman. I'm just using this as an example. Yeah. Because you see it a lot. And what you're saying about autism is wrong. And I'm like... <laughs> But I don't have an experience with a 35-year-old fully functioning or very high-functioning autistic woman. Right. I don't even, like, it's like we speak two different languages. Yeah. Cal's not functioning right now. Well, not high level. Yes, he's functioning. He speaks and. Well, yes. I'm just saying he does severe things, too. Yeah. So he's. it's, It's different. And so, but then you have some who say, well, I've never heard my son or daughter talk. And they sit in a corner. You know, and then that's a whole nother. And so I would never say, oh, well, you shouldn't say that because if you spent more time with your kid, they'd talk or at least make noise. Like, how, how the hell could I ever say that to somebody? Right. You know, yeah. like, I don't know your daily grind. It's, it's, it's challenging, just like ours is in different ways. But, but there are people out there and other parents, too, that are just like, oh, I, I'll tell you right now what this is and why it is and this and that. And you shouldn't be saying things like this. And it's like, okay. And Cal does speak, and he is very social, but he does crazy things. Yeah. I mean. Can't say crazy. Well, I can. You can't say <laughs> crazy. No, I just. At least, uh, I know the, at least I know the emails and messages I'm going to get today. <laughs> so at least I, it's better when you know. Like, you said crazy? Yeah, go look up crazy. It's just, it's just erratic. It's, it's unpredictable. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. All right. Um, what are we doing today? Mm, I got to work out. Okay. <laughs> Home workout or gym workout? Home workout. I'm going to the gym tomorrow. Mm. I think I'm going to go to the gym. Yeah. I think I'm going to go 
lift some heavy weights. Sounds good. I'm getting back into the gym a little more lately. You know, my our, the gym shut down for like, I don't know, six months during uh, COVID. And then they opened up and then they sort of shut down again. And I got really frustrated. I'm like, this is annoying. And, and by the way, it's probably the one place that should have been open. You know, like stay healthy. Like, yeah. Let's get healthy. And I get if you wanted to cut down like the, the amount of people in there or whatever, if people are coughing. Like they were doing temperature checks, which I thought was great. Like, why did that go away? I actually never want to be working out next to somebody who has a fever, ever. <laughs> like, even before COVID. Like, you have the I flu, know. you have strep throat, you have pneumonia, and, and I don't want you next to me breathing hard. Yeah, that is weird. Yeah, it's nothing to do with COVID. I mean, it's just COVID. It's just another one of the viruses. I just, I don't... Anyway, so they were doing the temperature checks, and I was like, this is great. You know, like, I actually saw them make a guy leave once. Oh, wow. Yeah. And he didn't look good, by the way. Like, he didn't... He, I remember walking in, and I kind of go, this guy doesn't look good. They, they checked it twice. Wow. They, they literally pointed at the door. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. Yeah, and they sprayed the door down and everything. And I'm like, well, that's great. Yeah. Because I don't care if you have influenza A, B, or whatever else. Like, you shouldn't be in there. Right. Like, yeah. But then they stopped the temperature checks. Yeah. They should just do that everywhere. I think that's a great thing. Yeah. Also, you should know if you have a fever. Like, you something could be wrong with you. Yeah. yeah. Like, you need to get, like, if you feel good and you have a high fever, that's a big problem. Yeah, like if there are people that have like don't feel their fevers, it's that's not good. You've got some underlying stuff. It's not good. Yeah. All right. Enough about the gym and fevers <laughs> and temperature checks. All right, let's do our day. 